Welcome to It's Your Community with Vanessa Denha, a public affairs presentation of News Talk 760 WJR. Good morning, everyone. Welcome to It's Your Community. I'm Vanessa Denha Garmo here. Happy Halloween. I'm sure many of you have wonderful plans going out trick-or-treating, maybe going to a Halloween party. Well, we're going to talk to um, uh, our next guest that ties a little bit into healthy eating and Halloween and candy treats and all that kind of stuff, but how to keep our teeth healthy during the holiday season, which really kind of starts with Halloween. So joining us now here on It's Your Community is Dr. Timothy Kaczynski. Dr. Dr. Kaczynski, how are you? I'm wonderful, Vanessa. How are you today? I'm happy doing Halloween. Happy Halloween. And you are a Bur- uh, Bingham Farms, Michigan dentist. And um, you really specialize in um, implants. And I want to talk to you about that. But I want to first talk about the holiday season because Halloween kind of kicks it off where we start to kind of eat a lot of those sweets and candies. And so what what types of advice would you give people today about you know, heating, uh, you know, eating in moderation in terms of taking care of your teeth when it comes to eating treats and sweets? Well, you know what, this time of year, that's, it's exciting. It's exciting for the kids and the adults. Um, Look at all the commercials on TV with all the candy and things like that. But obviously we know, we know that candy, hard, soft chocolates have a lot of sugar in it and sugar will sit in the mouth and can affect the enamel of the teeth and can cause cavities. Um, And nobody likes to have their teeth drilled on, Vanessa. We know that. So I think it's very, very important. A couple things. Number one, um, you know, enjoy. Enjoy Halloween. Enjoy the snacks and things like that. But be aware. Rinse your mouth with water. Um, Brush, brush, brush with a good fluoride uh, toothpaste, uh, floss. Um, we always say you only have to brush the teeth you want to keep. So um, I think that's really important. But, you know, even for children, having having some water um, so they can rinse their mouth, um, I think is, is important so that the sugar doesn't have a chance to stay on the teeth, especially those sticky foods, those snicker bars and things like that, uh, that have a tendency to stick to stick to our teeth. You know, and, and let's talk a little bit about uh, people that have had work done. I mean, some of us have natural teeth. Uh, some of us, like me, have had bonding and caps put in. There's people with implants in. What advice do you have for those people that have had work done on their teeth, cosmetic well, work? Yeah, well, Vanessa, I think it's it's really important that um, a couple things. Oftentimes, our aesthetic work, there's porcelain involved. And porcelain is just fine china. It's glass. And um, uh, eating really hard things um, can can chip or break. Um, our, our white fillings, our bonded fillings, our composite fillings, which are beautiful, um, have a tendency to, to wear sometimes, and they too can chip or break. Watch the bubble gum and sticky foods when you have crowns and bridges and things like that, because you know they can move they, and they can get loose which means bacteria and saliva is getting underneath those crowns. And again, cavities can be um, can occur underneath all this expensive dentistry that, that we have in our mouths. So um, you, you have done um, an impressive amount of dental implants in your dental career, more than 15,000 uh, and, and more than uh, 1,100 in the past 12 months. What got you into this specialty? Well, that's a great that's a great question. Way back when, um, when I was in dental school, it was just something that made sense to me. Believe it or not, I don't know, Vanessa, if you you don't remember a show called That's Incredible. 
Oh, yeah. I think it was a dentist on on that that was showing this piece of metal in the jaw. And I went to the library. Implant Dental implants, our modern dental implants, were relatively new at that time. And I was blessed to to associate with some great mentors early in my career in my residency down in Dayton, Ohio. And it just always made sense to me to be able to give people back their teeth, their function, their aesthetics made sense to me way back when. Hmm. So who who ends up being candidates for dental implants? Who ends up having to get them? Well, you know, our patients, um, you know, with the advent of the internet, um, a lot of patients will uh, Google search so to speak, uh, missing teeth, or my teeth hurt, or I hate my denture, or I hate my partial. And inadvertently, what will occur is you'll see something about dental implants. And, and Vanessa, for those of the audience who don't know what they are, quite simply, they're simply pieces of metal made of titanium normally that simulate the root of a tooth. And they allow us to anchor one tooth, several teeth, all your teeth, a denture, partial. Uh, there's different applications for it. And so um, as people are missing their teeth, they'd like to have something more permanent in their mouth or something that at least will increase their function so that they can have an improved quality of life, a dramatic improvement in their quality of life. And so it's a very, very important part of dentistry today. Mm -hmm. You know, I don't have implants, but I can tell you, I can attest to uh, having uh, cosmetic work done on my teeth, what a drastic change it makes in your life. Uh, I had them done years ago. I got into uh, a bad accident uh, playing with a game with my sister and seven of my teeth cracked in half uh, when I was a kid. And they almost fell out. Thank God my dentist was able to save them. But um, so I didn't have to have implants, but I know the trauma of having to have a lot of work done. And and um, thank God, you know, we have the advancements in technology today, doctor, uh, that we're able to do these things like implants. It is, Vanessa, it's become rather routine. And, and I, I, I use that word very carefully. It's it's very routine for, for uh-huh. us as dentists, not so much for the patient because it, it sounds pretty scary, doesn't it? Oh, yeah. Uh, but, you know, it, it's amazing what we're able to do. Many of our procedures are 10, 15-minute procedures um, where we just numb the gum a little bit. We have a series of, of drills, one, two, three, and the implant is threaded in almost like a spark plug into the jaw, and we allow it to heal. Obviously, there are cases that are that are much more involved, um, but you know it's something that um, has become just an integral part of of what we. It's like doing a filling today. Almost. Yeah, yeah. Um, and so it's just it's a miracle for a lot of people. Yeah, and it does make a huge difference when you can actually feel comfortable smiling. Um, you know, and I had obviously a tra- an accident. But there are many reasons why people lose teeth, miss teeth. I mean, some people are genetically born without teeth. Can you speak to us what the background of some of your patients? You've had thousands of them. Yeah. Not, not their names. I'm just in general. No, I know. <laughs> I understand. You know, well, people people lose their teeth um, for a number of reasons. And, and, you know, I think it's very important. Oftentimes people come to the, the office and they're very embarrassed uh, about neglect. And there's a lot of reasons why people don't get dentistry. Maybe they had a bad experience or maybe they're afraid or maybe finances are, are, are you know, just not there or they take care of their family, their kids first. And at some time in their life, they realize that, you know, health, their health and well-being, uh, you know, has to be evaluated through taking care of their mouth. The, the mouth is the gateway to the rest of the body. And um, so mm. they may have gum disease, 
where the bone around the teeth is shrunk. Maybe they have cavities where the teeth have rotted um, or or trauma, you know, as, as you experience, you know, many people have their teeth taken out and they think, well, you know, dentures are the way to go. And then they realize, you know, having these plastic teeth is, is, you know, not the greatest thing in the world and, and food doesn't taste quite as good. And you can't chew all the things you want, want to do, you know, here in Michigan, you want to eat corn on the cob, you want to bite into an apple, yeah. you know, those type of things, you know, but oftentimes, you know, it's just one or two teeth that people are missing. Um, again, Teeth can break, or, or you know, in today's environment, you know, grinding teeth is is so prevalent. You know, we're we're all stressed to the max, mm-hmm. um, and so being able to replace missing teeth with with something that's permanent is really just a godsend for for many people. Yeah, it is, and um, it does make a world of difference. I mean, I'm sure you've seen in your career. Uh, Dr. Kaczynski, people that come in there embarrassed and they don't want to smile or have never smiled in a picture before. Yeah, you, no, absolutely. Or, or they're just so afraid they don't even want to sit in the down chair. And again, mm-hmm. I, you know, I think the approach that I've always taken is you, you have to realize that that there's a reason why you know people. <laughs> I mean, we don't have the greatest reputation, right? People don't like necessarily going to the dentist, but I don't think that needs to be the case anymore, Vanessa, because I think yeah. we're pretty darn good at, <laughs> at maintaining, you know, um, yeah. you know, numbing the patient, making the patients feel really comfortable. We do a lot of sedation dentistry. You know, I work a lot with physically and mentally challenged patients. Oh wow! And, okay. um, you know, I, I think it's it's just important that that people realize that dentistry's come a long way, and, and it's, yeah. it's 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 pretty awesome profession right now uh to be able to to help patients but you're right they're they're embarrassed for for a lot of reasons and again the first day i see them is the first day of the rest of their life and i think it's our job um, as dentists not to sell anything um, our job is to educate and instruct and make people aware of what's available for in dentistry because uh, yeah. there's so many things but the patient will make the final decision on on which treatment uh we we uh move forward with yeah. Yeah. Because I, I remember when I, I could laugh now because I, you know, I'm an adult and it's all done, but I remember, I, I don't think I smiled for like two years, you know, because my teeth were cracked in half and there was, and this was a long time ago. You have much more advancements today than when I, when I went through that. Um, and you know, cause I had to wait till my teeth healed after a year. Cause they could have fell out. Right. And, and then, you know, all the, can you, you can imagine what I went through, uh, <laughs> Dr. Yeah. Kaczynski, um, yeah. of what I went through. So you didn't want to say, so I could relate to that, how hard it is for people who want the implants and are too embarrassed or too scared or don't know what to do. And, uh, but, or they think it's too complicated. It's amazing what's being done in dentistry today. So, uh, you know, can you be any age? I know you like, I had to wait till I was older to get my permanent, um, some of my, um, permanent bond, not bonding the caps done. They right, waited till depends. my, till I fully grew till I was an adult. Do you have to wait till an adult to get the implants, Dr. Kaczynski? Well, you know, the, I mean, that, that's another great, great question. And, and what we want is to, um, for, for our younger, for our younger adults, you know, sometimes teeth never come out, you know, we call them congenitally missing. They, they never yeah. came out or, or there is trauma or, yeah. you know, for a number of reasons, but we want the growth spurt to stop. So, you know, that's different from a young, young woman versus a man, a uh, young, mm-hmm. young man, a gentleman. Um, and so we want to make sure that they're done growing. So that age differential, it, you know, it's hard to determine exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, I like to say, you know, when, when your feet stop growing, 
you know, when it, when it, when a young, young girl, um, you know, has menses, you know, yeah. that, that's, that's usually a good indication that, that we can proceed. Um, but again, I think that has to be discussed with, uh, with your, with your dentist very, very carefully. Yeah. I will, at, at being a mom of a girl, um, I, the doctor always told me that the girls stop growing two years after their first period. Yep. So that's usually the sign that you could start doing things that you need to do um, because they're not growing at that point. Where boys are different. I think boys keep growing kind of throughout exactly. high school. Yep, they can. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so they're right. different. <laughs> so um, let me ask you this, Dr. I want to switch gears just a tad bit because I, I, I don't want to get too much in cold because I think people have COVID, you know, fever. They're kind of <laughs> tired of it. But you know, you went, you guys were one of those practices that closed down or had to do things differently. Um, you know, had to see patients differently, you know, how is it for you moving past COVID and what, what are some of the changes you permanently made that really worked for your practice? Well, that's, that's, yeah, we were closed down for, for nearly three months, you know, last year. And Mm -hmm. uh, I know that we made a very conscious effort in our practice. And I think most dentists did, you know, we put HEPA filters and viral decontaminants uh, to clean the air. You know, we put, you know, the sneeze shields up. We've always worn masks and, you know, gowns and, and, um, um, uh, high suction um, for, for when we're working to keep the aerosols down. I think that, that, um, you know, we did everything possible to, to keep that, that viral count down as low as we possibly could. Yeah. You know, obviously the entire team, we have a, a great staff here that's been with me a long, long time. You know, we, we're all, we all have the vaccine, uh, which, which is important, I thought. And, um, you know, we, we went through the temperature and the health questionnaires and, you know, early on making, making sure that we didn't have too many people in the, um, in the office. Uh, at one time, you know, the waiting room's not full. We had people waiting in their car. And obviously that that's kind of changed. I have kind of a unique setup. I have enclosed rooms. Um, you know, we have, they're, they're completely closed. It's not an open concept. So we were able to control um, the, the uh, environment um, a, a little bit better than, than many of our more, you know, modern designs of offices. So I always felt very, very comfortable um, uh, with the way we treated our, our patients. Um, they always came first. And, um, you know, we were just very, very aware of, of, of what's going on um, with, with COVID. Mm-hmm. Did you make some permanent changes, Dr. Kaczynski, that you thought these were good, like something good came out of COVID? Maybe you changed a practice and you thought, you know, this is good moving forward. I'm going to always do this. Well, you know, um, yes and no, Vanessa. That's a, that's a very fair question. I think that you know we continued with our HEPA filters and and mm-hmm. you know, we took all the magazines out of the office, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, obviously, uh, you know, everything's everything's digital today. But um, you know, m- we were always really, really good. I was very proud of my my team um, on how we we maintain cleanliness uh, in the office. That was one of our our pride and joy things in in our practice. Um, and, and so I always felt comfortable with that. I think the, the high-speed um, evacuators that are a little bit, they look like Star Wars, but um, again, they keep the aerosol down. You know, we want to protect our patients, but we also I also want to protect my staff. Yeah, uh, that's true. Know, from, from, and my family. And, and, you know, we do our laundry here. We don't let, let the staff leave, you know, in their scrubs. They, they, we do laundry. Oh, here. really? That's yeah, smart. You know, yeah. So, but those are things that we, we always did. So, oh. so you know, even during COVID, I always felt very, very comfortable, um, um, 
you know, with with the procedures that that we incorporated into the practice, and we just yeah. continue it maybe to a, a little bit higher level. But I feel yeah. very comfortable for our patients to be be treated here. You you already so it sounds like you already have protocols in place that even prior to COVID. That, yeah, I that think you know, just... I think and I think that that most dentists did. We yeah, just, you know, I mean. If, you know, we always wear gloves. We always wear masks. Um, you know, we, we protect our hair now. And again, you know, trying to keep the, the aerosol count down, I think was, was something that we became, became much more highlighted, um, yeah. for dentistry. Um, mm-hmm. you know, and I think that, I think that's, I think that's important, you know, I yeah. think that's important. but I think dentistry's always done a really good job yeah. to be honest with you. Well, I can attest to Honeywell, um, filters because my husband has a heating and cooling company yep. and you guys did the right thing. I'm putting those in, yeah. uh, because yeah. they are very effective and, um, he put a lot in there, yeah. uh, during uh, we spent time. a lot of money. We spent yeah. you know, about $50,000, Vanessa, yeah. um, you know, modernizing the practice, you know, during those COVID months. Yeah, that was smart of you. Um, and it definitely, not, it definitely is effective. Um, so um, I want to go back a little bit into implants a little bit, because that, that is a specialty of yours. Um, right, Dr. Kaczynski? That's pretty absolutely. Uh, okay. yep. So I want to get back into that, because I, I think cosmetic um, dentistry is, is so we're so blessed to have what we have today in advancements of dentistry. So how, when you get an implant and uh, opposed to, can you explain to our listeners, what's the difference between an implant and a bridge? That's a great question. So, um, and, and, and I explain this as any new patient comes in, you know, when I first introduce myself, I want to make sure that everybody feels comfortable, number one. And I'm a big talker. I think the more people understand about what we can and can't do, the better the end result. But quite simply, Vanessa, an implant is a piece of metal made of titanium. And titanium is biocompatible. It's a big $5 word that means the bone grows into it. And it becomes a permanent part of our jaw and allows us to anchor something to it. Again, whether it be one tooth or several teeth or all your teeth or a denture, partial, whatever. Um, There's two criteria for people who want implants, Vanessa. Number one, you have to be reasonably healthy with no uncontrolled um, healing issues like uncontrolled diabetes or uncontrolled hypertension or immunosuppressive Mm. diseases like AIDS and things like that. And then, then we have to have enough bone to be able to place something into it. Um, and those are the things that we evaluate. We have um, dental CAT scans here. We can actually visualize uh, the entire mouth in three dimensions, and we can actually virtually place our implants and our crowns and show the patient before we ever touch the patient. It's pretty amazing technology if you think about it. Yeah. Um, and then the, you know, b- bone is alive um, in the body. It's like if you break your arm, you're in a cast for six weeks and it mends and it actually mends stronger than it was before. Mm-hmm. So that's what happens with these little spark plugs that we put in the jaw. They have to heal for a period of time. And the amount of time is really dictated by the health of the patient. But after it heals, um, all implants are internally designed. There's a pattern on the inside. So we'll use our computer to take an impression or a negative of the inside of the implant. And that information is sent to our dental laboratory. And then this is the important part. They fabricate the second part of an implant is called an abutment. That's a funny word, isn't it? Above yeah, yeah. It's like Abraham Lincoln's top hat that yeah. goes inside <laughs> and it's locked in. And then the crown, you know, your, your cap or crown is either cemented or threaded into position. Okay. So our, our, the surgery is, is not uncomfortable. Most of my patients will t- only take Advil. Mm-hmm. Um, oh. ice to the face. It's not a, it's not an uncomfortable. They're not on narcotics or anything like that. It's, it's pretty amazing. 
And, you know, Vanessa, implants today are so successful. They're, they're just remarkable what we're able to, to accomplish today for our patients to give them back their smile. Like you said, your smile is the first thing people see. Your yeah. smile and your eyes. Yeah. Yeah, that's so true. And well, let me ask you this about the actual bone. You mentioned bone. So if people have bone loss, because let's say they weren't, they were, they were genetically don't have the adult teeth. in, so their bone may not be carrying, you know, you lose bone when you don't have teeth in there. Right. Can right. you do bone grafts? I mean, I know people have had bone grafts and then, yeah, the you know, we can, you know, and, and that's a, that's a great, yeah, you're, you're, that's a great, great comment. Um, you know, we can grow, but bone is alive in the body. Mm -hmm. So we can, we can grow bone pretty predictably. How much is really dictated by the individual situations? Um, you know, and oftentimes well, we may work with an oral surgeon. We can take bone from other parts of the jaw or we can use synthetic materials. We can use a uh, bone that's in a bottle, you know, um, mm. a cadaver bone, a bone from another human that's been, you know, um, treated a certain way. So, you know, it, it is amazing what we're able to do Every patient, and it's very important, every patient has to realize that their situation is, is unique, Vanessa. Mm -hmm. and, and that's where communication with the patient is very important. Because, you know, as a patient, you don't know dentistry like we know dentistry. Sure. And, and we have to explain to you what the end result is going to look like before you start so that you can accept it. You know, sometimes we have to have pink porcelain. Um, to to help with the smile and sometimes teeth are a little bit longer into the gum uh, than we would ideally like but again we're trying to create emergence we're trying to create function and we're trying to create aesthetics to an incredible high high degree today um, but again we can we can virtually show you before we ever start what the end result can can be like pretty accurately that, that's pretty incredible so would you say that um uh, Dr. Kaczynski, that most people who need an implant can can be eligible even if they have bone loss. Like most people could go this route if this is what they choose opposed to wanting a bridge. I, I think the important thing is that they see their dentist and, mm -hmm. and get evaluated very, very carefully. Okay. We, we evaluate their medical condition. We evaluate with our, our digital x-rays and with our, our, our dental CAT scans. Um, we have software that will, will help us design it. Uh, design the final cases, and it's important that that we understand what we're able to achieve. And again, I'm a third time. I think I said this. Communication is really the key. Yeah. Um, not not selling, you know, a product that that we're charging money for, um, but something that we're able to to increase again quality of life to the patient. So the answer to your question is yes. We can grow bone today, and yes, people that have lost teeth uh, a long time ago can still be candidates for implants. Okay. Let me ask you this, too. Um, do they have to be replaced? Are they like bonding and caps that may have to be replaced after a few years? That's that's another great question, and it and it's that's a really hard question to answer. Okay. Um, you know, our implants uh, with when patients that have health uh, and they're done correctly, um, I, I have patients that have had implants that I've placed that are 35 years old, you know, wow. uh, but, but there are, are, you know, situations, you know, like anything, you know, our hips forever, our knees forever, you know, is Lasix forever. Um, you know, patients, as we get older, you know, our health conditions change. And that's where it's important that, that we, we, the patients that are, are 
having implants that we monitor them quite frequently, at least at once a year, sometimes more often than that, so that if we do see any changes, we can address it early on. We don't want to neglect it and then and then wait to the end where patients have problems. But yeah. but even if we do have problems, things can be replaced. And and um, you, you know we have our teaching program. Um, I don't know if you were going to address that or not. Where we're trying oh, yeah. to really help. We're trying to help patients a little bit financially um, because we've become so proficient at this. Um, and and it's a great time to be able to give back to the community. So tell us about that program. Well, you know, I, I do a lot of teaching. I always have. Um, you know, I'm on the road a lot, um, and and I enjoy that. I, I I'm I at our dental school and and throughout the country. And so we have a program where we try to uh, pre-select patients that 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 are in need, um, that maybe don't have the complete financial resources. And what we are able to do is we're able to reduce the fee uh, dramatically, uh, where the patients are are saving. Up, up to fifteen hundred dollars um, in the in the total package uh, with their dental implants. So mm. again, you know, I've been blessed in so many ways, Vanessa. And at this time of my career, it's nice to be able to to give my knowledge back to the younger dentist, to the less experienced dentist, uh, to share my my experiences and make them more proficient and efficient. But also uh, because the patients um, are allowing us to for me to teach. Um, I'm always there. We always have, you know, uh, a dentist there that that is monitoring it, but allowing some of our dentists to to actually um, work on patients um, at a reduced fee. So it, it's really it makes me feel good. And I know our patients that that are accepted into the program are so appreciative. That's awesome. Yeah, that's awesome. We're talking with Dr. Timothy Kaczynski here on It's Your Community. It is Halloween and we're talking about keeping our teeth and mouth healthy. What did you call it? The gateway to the rest of our body. That's right. That's that's awesome. That's a great little quote there. Uh, What else do you want to share with our listeners here in It's Your Community? Anything I didn't ask you that you want to get across well you were you were pretty thorough Vanessa but <laughs> I, I want to ask you do, you do you still like your sister that's what I wanted to know I do love uh-huh. my sister and okay, that's I good. have that's I have six of them and I have to tell you really quick I'll tell you a funny story that the accident happened on Father's Day uh it was a couple weeks before I was about to get my braces which obviously didn't happen um and we had just given my dad his new shirt and his new tie and my sister and I were playing this game called Zim Zam. It doesn't even exist anymore. And she had won the game and she threw the paddle up in the air. It was like this heavy plastic that I swear it was like concrete. That's how heavy this, this paddle was. And it hit me in the face and it cracked seven teeth in half, broke my nose and cut my lip. Oh my goodness. And it was funny because I could laugh at it. I went to the emergency room and the doctor in the ER said, you know, I, I'm, I'm, uh, I can, the nose and the t- the lip is fine. I- I'm really really worried about her teeth here, and um. So we the, my it was a Sunday. It was Father's Day. My my sister called our my older sister called our dentist, and he was gracious enough to meet me, uh, my parents at his office on a Sunday on Father's Day. The poor guy, <laughs> and um, he he just kind of looked at me and he's like, "Listen, it's all going to be okay." We're going to save your teeth. It's all going to be. And I remember when my sister hit me in the face, I covered my my whole face, Dr. Kaczynski. And I looked at my hands and my teeth were in there. And I'm like, oh, my God. And I ran to my dad and I started crying and his entire shirt, his new tie, all bloodied. So, yeah, it was just it was I do love my sister. It was a total accident. Um, That's a great Halloween story, Vanessa. It is. It's crazy. (laughs) And I'll tell you, I, I have to say, God bless my dad, because. Uh, 
my my mouth is worth thousands and thousands of dollars. Yeah. <laughs> well, God bless your dad and God bless that dentist. You know, we're we're yeah. we're pretty good people. And um, you guys but, you are. Know, yeah. I think that that you know, I think when you find a dentist, the the audience, when you find a dentist that you really trust, um, that is a very special bond um, yeah. that you have, and, and now, we really do care. Yeah. You know, he didn't he didn't fix my teeth late as an adult. He uh, unfortunately had a stroke. So I, I switched dentists to fix my teeth as an adult. And I have to tell you, I, I had bonding and caps done almost 20 years ago and my teeth are still awesome. So I have to That's just great. put that out there. Uh -huh. So there's fabulous dentists out there. So let me ask you this. Um, uh, what, so what else can you share with us before we let you go? Any tips or any information, give out your website, your phone number, whatever do you want to share with our listeners here? Yeah, well, you know, the website, we have a great website. Um, it's smilecreator.net, smilecreator.net. Um, and it, and it's, 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 it's great. Um, the office number, if you want me to give it is 248-646-8651. Uh, I have a great team. Um, we we have a lot of empathy. We really we really care. And you know what I what I most care about is that um, we get the results that that our our patients deserve uh, and want. And uh, it's possible through talking things through and making people feel comfortable. Um, it, it shouldn't be a scary a scary thing. Um, I know it's not the most pleasant thing, but but technology has really improved and, and we're pretty remarkable professionals yeah, yeah. Uh, in today's, today's environment. Yep. Th thank God technology has improved um, because you can really create a smile. When I tell people that seven of my teeth have caps and bonding, they don't believe me. They're like, what? I'm like, yeah, that's thank God for technology and cosmetic uh, dentistry. Um, Dr. Kaczynski, really quickly too. Um, I love the fact that I just want to reiterate, if people can't afford it, you do have a program that they can apply to. They may yes. not, not. So can you, is that on your website too? Yes, it is. And, and okay. yes, it is. And you can contact, you know, one of the staff and they'll be happy to walk you through it. Um, we try to help as many people as we can right now. Okay. Um, you know, it, it's become pretty routine and, and, and that's what it's all about. If we can't help each other now, uh, what, when should we help each other? So right. Amen to that. Thank you. Happy Halloween. And thanks for being with us here on It's Your Community. Happy Halloween, Vanessa. Thank you. <laughs> okay. Uh, thanks for listening. If you have any questions or comments, show topics you want me to get to, get to me, Vanessa Denha. You do that very easily. You can go to Epiphany Communications and Coaching or find me on any of my social media platforms. Private message me there, Vanessa Denha Garmo. I'm on Twitter, LinkedIn, Instagram, Facebook, Epiphany Communications and Coaching is on Facebook. And I look at my messages all the time. As always, we remind our listeners to connect, collaborate, and to communicate with your community. Thanks for listening. It's your community, a public affairs presentation of News Talk 760 WJR.